Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. A tequila bar called 400 Rabbits in the UK is trying to get around coronavirus restrictions by registering as a church. Since churches are allowed to be open right now, it's calling itself Church of the 400 Rabbits. Right. And I'm a believer. Good luck with that. I'm in. Yeah. Praise the rabbits. Barbecue church didn't go so well here, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly didn't. The average time people spent washing their hands has dipped from 19 seconds in July down to 16 seconds today. We're still washing our hands on an average of about eight times a day. We're just spending less time during the washing. Hmm. You still singing happy birthday or doing the alphabet? Uh, not really, but I'm still washing. And certainly I, my my knuckles. I've, I've had to go to, like, like I hate wearing creams mm. or on my hands, especially mm. if, it's, if it's oily. But I've had to go to it, like, like, like the, the working hands type mm. thing, which is an awful name for it because I'm not, my hands aren't working. They're just washing hands now. I started doing something. Somebody, I don't know where I saw it, but I thought, well, that makes a lot of sense. So when I wash my hands, I do the scrub and the scrubbing. But then I'll take my fingernails and with all the soap and I'll rub into the palm of my hand. Yes. So then you get in under the fingernails, under, underneath too. the fingernails. I agree. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. But yeah, we're dropping off slowly on it. I'll say it again. I've said it many times. When this is done... We're just going to be the pigs we always were. Uh, according to a report by the University of Maryland, men have had a harder time keeping their friendships going during the pandemic because they're used to more shoulder-to-shoulder interaction, like going to bars and less time talking. Mm. We're not ones to pick up the phone, say, and just gab. Yeah, okay. I could see that. Yeah. I don't know that this would work for us in Canada because we're not uh, citizens of uh, America. Luckily, at this point. But Hawaii is offering free round-trip tickets for 50 people to come work in that state remotely. The applications open up on the 15th. I think there'll be a few who take that opportunity. <laughs> a couple of people applying? I would think so. I, you know what? I was thinking about uh, real estate recently and kind of, you know, what what's going to happen? Can these prices hold? Because it, I think a lot of people have been supply, surprised mm. that real estate markets has gone up. Uh, throughout this pandemic, thinking that more people would be selling. Uh, but I, I really think, especially outside of the downtown core, you're going to see house prices probably go up more. And this is my uneducated real estate mm. opinion, only because there'll be more people working from home and more companies at the end of all this who say, yeah, you can work remotely. That worked out all right. Mm. So maybe people going for more space. In the suburbs. Yeah, I guess once businesses kind of look at their uh, bottom line and if they see that renting all that office space and the cost of keeping people inside the building is uh, is too much, then I, I just think that a lot of companies, there's a trust factor. I just think a lot of managers like to see bums in seats because they don't believe you're actually working if you're at home. Right. A couple who were driving from England to Wales to deliver Christmas presents to their family were stopped by the police and sent back for breaking coronavirus laws, which say you can only cross the border with a reasonable excuse. Okay. Back you go. Yep. Um, the pandemic is finding its way into kids' letters to Santa, including things like pictures of Santa wearing a mask or kids wishing that the virus would end. I know that... Uh, Dr. Uh, Fauci said that uh, Santa Claus was okay because his immune system was uh, very strong. Right. So he uh, he doesn't get it. Plus, he's only in the house for a couple of seconds. Even though he's old and overweight. Uh-huh. Once again, Santa Claus gets away with it. Although today, December 1st, which means Advent calendars start. Mm. And that bloody elf 
He's probably coming back. Is he making his way to your shelf in your home? I don't know. Hmm. We'll find out, I guess. Now your boys are at the age where they won't, they won't fear it. They'll just beat upon it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll kick the crap out of it. Um, the pandemic has led to more people buying fresh Christmas trees as a way to try to make Christmas at home feel more special. One farm says we've never seen the demand like we've had this year. Yeah, the uh, Christmas Tree Growers Association of Canada president, which I didn't know was a title. Mm, actually. It's a thing, I guess. Uh, yeah, saying, you know, watch out. There'll be a lot of people because they're home this year. We'll go back to the real tree. Every year we go cut a tree down, and every year I get caught up in the counting of what I believe is the amount of dough these farms are making. Because you just see the hordes of people going in. It's all cash business. It's 60 to 80 bucks a tree. You just see them hauling them out of there. Yeah. They're open uh, I probably late November till Christmas. They're probably open. Oh, I'm sure they are. I know they are because I've been uh, seven days a week. They're there doing their thing. Probably sun up to sundown. And I've kind of watched and you, you see a tree going out like every couple of minutes. E- even at the most, every five. And you do that math at say 80 bucks a tree every five minutes over, you know, you're open say from 7.30 whenever sun up. 7.30 to 4.30 in the afternoon. That's a lot of dough. Yeah. Of the hundreds of thousands of dollars, I think. If I do my math correct. Yeah, I, but I mean, there's, you gotta, there's a lot that goes into it. I'm sure it takes a long time to grow all the trees. And you've oh, got yeah. uh, you know, to pay taxes on the land. You've got to upkeep the trees, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, there's maintenance. I guess there's maintenance on Christmas trees. They, Although they seem kind of self-sufficient. You'd think so, but I, you... You can't have crooked ones growing. You've got to space them properly and plant them once maybe, they've been picked. Maybe that's your angle. you got like Charlie Brown. All you sell is Charlie Brown ugly trees. <laughs> you got left-leaning, right-leaning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the, the fights, the debates Okay. that we go through walking around debates. the tree farm trying to pick the right tree. <laughs> David always wants the ugliest one. Daniel wants the one closest to the parking lot so we don't have to drag it that far. And Maria, just every part of the tree has to be perfect. Right. Oh, well, I say to myself every year when we go do it. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> so where are you going this, this month? Right <laughs> place up in uh, Port Perry. <laughs> You're going right back to You're it. going right back to it soon, very soon. Uh, there's the newest coronavirus symptoms. Some people are losing their teeth because of the disease. What? I don't know. I haven't heard that before, but who knows? Maybe it's a thing. And finally, New York uh, City's annual SantaCon has been canceled. That's the annual event where tons of people in Santa costumes go on a bar crawl and get out of control drunk. It's canceled this year. Oh, no. British Airways has a bit of a situation on their hands. They found out one of their flight attendants was running a little side hustle offering sexual services to the passengers. Whoa. Coffee, tea, or me? <laughs> Pardon? I said, would you like a pillow? Uh, like yeah. a, like the, uh, the secret menu? I guess so. I don't know if it was like she was just, uh, or he was. Who knows? I don't even know if it was a man or a woman. They don't even know because the person was offering their services on some website so, of course, the person was uh, unknown. So they, they know it's happening. They just don't know who the flight attendant is. Right. I don't know if they were going into the bathroom and just doing, uh, you know, nonstop uh, mile high clubs or <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> you think that'd get noticed. You would think, right? Maybe by some of the other flight attendants as well. Can I pay for that upgrade? Anyhow, it's, you know, being an airline attendant, being a flight attendant, 
is one of those careers that I've always thought seems real kind of sexy and cool when you're like 18, 19. Mm. But then you get up in the air and you're just dealing with all the cattle and the smells and the kids and the stinkiness of it all. And right. I just think I the the allure of being a flight attendant would wear off, I think, pretty quickly. I have a joke that, you know, like in this job, because we're, you know, broadcast out of an airport, that it's taken the uh, the shine. Usually when you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and drive to the airport, it's, it's for a good thing. It's exciting. Right? You know, imagine if you work on an airplane, like, all the time. The, the thrill is gone. Yeah. <laughs> about getting on, even for vacation. Oh, yeah. I mean, I worked briefly at uh, a parking facility near the airport. And, and even, you know, just dealing with those people who were coming in to get their cars or drop them off. And they were only there for, you know, five minutes or whatever it was. Sometimes that was too much to deal with. Because people, for the most part, are a big, complete pain in the arse. Right. Imagine having to deal with people for 8, 9, 10, 11 hours. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what some people call their job. I wouldn't last one flight. <laughs> I'd pull the ripcord. <laughs> you just go down the slide. Yeah, he's out. No, it's a. It's got to be a tough gig. I mean, basically, you're a, you're a waiter or waitress at thirty thousand feet in a bad restaurant. Right. And I've often like thought on planes. Yeah, I've flown a bit, and uh, and you see people who are flirting. Mm. Like with with the flight attendant, it's got to be like flirting with the golf cart, uh, right? Person, right? right. Like, like 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 the cart girl. You're like, hey, dude, it's not going to happen, mm-hmm. and they must hear this all the time. Mm-hmm. And you waving your loony around as if you're a big spender isn't going to do it. I remember the last flight I was on. It was a couple of years ago, and I think I shared the story on the air about the drunk guy on the flight and how the flight had been delayed. I think coming home, if I remember correctly, like really delayed. Was it delayed going or coming? I can't remember now. It was two, like two years ago. But uh, but just they had to deal with this idiot. And again, if, you, if you're a drunk in a restaurant and you're a waiter, you kick him to the curb. Mm. There's no kicking anybody to the curb on a flight. I mean, I guess they can, you know, land somewhere and kick you off the plane. But that's a whole thing. Yes. It's extreme a, circumstance. And, you know, we all, when we travel, especially if you fly far, if you go to Europe or something, I mean, you just feel like a big bag of dirt when you get off the plane. Like, you need a shower. You want to brush your teeth. You, you, need, you know, you want to have a good sleep because you don't sleep well on planes. I don't know how they do it, honestly. Like, you know, if they go from here to England and return again, like, how do you live that lifestyle? Like, how is your body clock? Not totally screwed up all the time. Well, that wouldn't be a one-day turnaround, would it? Uh, maybe get an overnight and they're back again the next day. Yeah. But still, to yeah. flip it around in one day. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we change one hour. Oh, I know. <laughs> and people are all screwed up. If you uh, are a single person and you miss curling up to uh, someone in bed and maybe holding hands all night long, well, that seems to me would be... Uncomfortable. The cuddling never really works. Oof. You know, you try, you try. All night long. You try to cuddle. Sometimes it's nice to try a cuddle, but someone's arm is always going numb. Right. Somebody's always uncomfortable. Uh-huh. You know, someone's head is on the wrong angle and they get a, a crook in their neck. It's one of those things we see in uh, in movies, mm. right? And Hollywood makes it look like, oh, this is this is how they spoon mm. and sleep mm-hmm. like that. And that's a, that's a two minute scene. Yeah. You've just been all over each other. Right. You got a cuddle now? <laughs> That's fancy editing in bed. That's right. That's Dudes right. know about that. Uh-huh.
keep seeing this commercial for the Craftmatic adjustable bed, and I always think to myself, I'd, I'd buy one if I was a single guy just to see if I could take care of my own business. Right. Hey. <laughs> Get that V going. <laughs> you only need a bad pull-out couch. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, if you miss uh, curling up with someone during this pandemic, you haven't been able to get out and meet people. Well, this might be the next best thing. A woman was just granted a patent for a pillow that has a built-in cloth hand you can hold. Well, now I, I could come up with something else to use that hand oh, for. It's a bit creepy. Yeah, isn't it? So the pillow has a hand in it? She says the hand will be made of a different material than the pillow, so it feels different when you lock fingers with it. Oh. I guess if you put your arm under your pillow. Right. You like to sleep like that. There'll be a hand there for you to hold. <laughs> That's really creepy. <laughs> There'd be a lot of single dudes looking for that pillow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know what I want for Christmas. <laughs> Is the hand closed by any chance? <laughs> yeah. Can I move the fingers? Wow. Can I adjust the hand? Who could be comfortable sleeping like that anyway, though? Like weird. holding hands, locked fingers the no. entire night? Terrible. I need my space. <laughs> right. I really got to spread my stuff out when I'm when I'm sleeping. Um, there's no word on if or when she plans on making these pillows, but she's got the patent, so she's the only one who can make it. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess once you have the patent, it's, it's yours to go. So just, yeah, it just seems very, very strange. Anyhow, if that's, uh, that's something you need in your life. <laughs> As you're waking up and you got this hand like reaching yeah. out at you. Yeah, or look, even if you ended up in a relationship, you imagine, so you meet somebody, you know, you share the night together, and that person is so needy, they got to hold your hand the whole night. I'm catching the first flight out of town. That That's a little much. Imagine that at my house. Well, here's my mouth guard. Here's my CPAP <laughs> machine and mask. And here's my hand pillow. <laughs> and your ankle bracelets. And my weighted blankets. <laughs> There's a trend on Twitter right now called hashtag worst relationship. <laughs> where people are sharing which zodiac sign you should avoid dating. Okay. And there's a consensus on the three worst lucky. Okay. Now, what are you? I'm a Virgo. And I'm a Leo. Right. The runners up are Scorpio and Sagittarius. Right, not us. New. The big winner for the worst person to date? Gemini. <laughs> and I married one. <laughs> The <laughs> uh, the twins, right? Yes, aren't I the lucky one? What's Adrian? Uh what is she? Uh, she's coming up, so she'd be Sagittarius. Oh, we both won. Well, <laughs> I'm just a runner up. Home run, home run for the two of us. According to a study by MIT, the toughest tongue twister is. Pad kid poured cured pulled cod. Huh. Try it, Lucky. Sorry, pad killed poured. Kid. Pad kid. Yeah. Poured cured pulled cod. Poured cured Eat. pulled cod. There you go. Wow. Am I going to say something that's going to get me fired? No. At the end of this? No. Pad kid poured cured pulled cod. <laughs> Try it again. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Yeah, supposedly the hardest uh, 
Yeah. Tongue but what does it mean? I don't know. Something about some kid pulling his cod. <laughs> <laughs> and curds. Yeah. yeah, now I don't want any poutine. No. The guy who did the You Got Mail recording for America Online is now working as an Uber driver. Wow. Yeah. He didn't, uh, didn't follow through on that contract. I don't think so. Sharks can have up to 3,000 teeth, and when they lose one, it grows back. That's because their teeth aren't like ours. Their teeth are actually like scales on a fish, so they regenerate. Gee. Mm. There's only one country in the world where McDonald's serves the McRib all year long, and that is Germany. Okay. Why would that be? I don't know. A lot of pork? I don't know. I do like the McRib, though. Always was a fan. Yeah, but they they, they don't bring it back. That I think it was this year was yeah. the first year they were bringing it back, but it was only in the States. Mm-hmm. Speaking of McDonald's, you know Travis Scott? Yes. Guy made $20 million last year just from promoting McDonald's through really? his uh, Instagram account. Yeah. My goodness. Made another $10 million through Nike. Made some through Fortnite as well because I know the kids were raving about going to some concert uh, through Fortnite that he he was doing. How the music world has changed. There was a time an artists, especially musicians, would never connect to any product. Wouldn't allow their music to be used. Didn't want to be associated. Right. It was seen as selling out. Yeah. You know, now it's, it's all they do. Uh-huh. Well, I, I mean, look, even the ones who've resisted are seeing the benefit of it now, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like, okay, well, who cares if you sell out? You sell out, because selling out now isn't bringing in a couple thousand dollars. It's millions. Millions and millions. <laughs> More than some of them have made in their careers of touring yeah. are coming in by having some guy on a skateboard drink ocean spray to your songs. You know, uh, I was uh, I was going through some social media yesterday, and uh, in this industry recently, and it's happened, I'm sure, in... In any industry that that you're in, if you're in it long enough, you see it happen. But there will be a, a moment of like mass firings, or a bunch of people will get let go, and and uh, this happens in the uh, media industry uh, more often, it seems like, than not. And uh, it's a tough game to be in for sure. Anyhow, with all of those firings uh, that happened recently through different companies, uh, I noticed a bunch of the people who had gigs in radio now doing podcasts and the sort of things, which a lot of people do, and you want to try to generate some revenue through those. Uh, one guy sharing his first podcast yesterday, and he said, you know, give it a listen, uh, share it around. I got a wife and a kid and a dog to feed. Mm. And and I'm like, oh, man. You know, the the, the podcast thing, I, I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure there are some, and it's a handful who are making, you know, boatloads of money on them. And then there's everybody else. I mean, there's so many podcasts. I couldn't even, like what, I, I guess you got to have so many uh, listeners. And then, of course, advertisers start attaching themselves yep. to you, right, when you get enough listeners. But that number's got to be huge for advertisers to have any interest. And, and in a sea of podcasts out there, what is the chance that yours is going to catch on? Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like, you know, my kids watch all of these YouTubers and these subscribe to a couple of their channels. Mm. And, uh, and, and you know, every now and then I'll hear them say, oh, we should uh, we should video that and put it on YouTube. Mm. I'm like, you don't understand. 
you know, one the effort involved with this and the rarity mm-hmm. of how it how it happens. So random, right? And and uh, and, and you know, for all the dude perfects out there who are you know in world class facilities now, mm. paid for by kids watching you know their Nerf gun battles. Mm-hmm. There are so many out there starving. And I remember teaching in the radio program uh, at a college level, and and you know a lot of them coming in and say, oh, I just, you know, I I don't want to get into radio. I just want to be a podcaster. <laughs> right? like, okay, good luck. Yeah. All right, but you know, <laughs> consider the fact that you've got to talk for a long amount of time. Put some sort of thought together, mm. have an idea behind it, be able to promote it, and get yourself through that muddled mess. Oh, it's insanity. That is. Now, listen, some are fantastic at it and are able to do it. Some mm. have an army of people behind them mm-hmm. who are booking guests and making sure... And promoting it. ...that they're getting the proper promotion to do it, and it's, it's a full-on business. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I mean, you know, one, you got to have a point when you're talking, and mm-hmm. two... Someone's going to want to have to listen to you and know why they want to listen to you. I know there's a lot of sources now. Like I've been watching Conan O'Brien over the last little while, and one of his ventures seems to be podcasting. But what I think he's doing is he's just taking on podcasts. So he's got he's like the uh, the hub, the umbrella for it. Yeah, and then they all come in under the Conan brand, and then of course he pushes it out from there, which helps a lot of them. Well, there's a guy who's done a lot online to begin with. Basically, yeah. took his show online. Yeah, right? he does more hits on that than he does on television. That's for sure. And I was watching. Well. Uh, uh, 60 Minutes on the weekend had a thing on James Corden mm. and, you know, how he has embraced the online has really made him from a relatively relative nobody mm-hmm. in North America into an international star mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, not only did they come up with a concept for carpool karaoke, uh, which he says he credits Mariah Carey. Mm. Uh, for it because she's the first one who said yes. Right. You know, the first real star who said yes to going into this kind of real uncomfortable interview setting. Uh, and then, you know, they pushed that online to millions mm-hmm. and it just opened everything up. Yeah, David Spade recently said, because he had a TV show there for a while and uh, he they got canceled because of COVID. And he said, I can just sit in my basement and bang these things out. And he goes, I get six million views. Mm. You know, I got nowhere near that doing the TV show and all the production and effort that went into making that. But there again, so people think, oh, well, he did it. So can I? No, he's David Spade. He made a name for himself before he got on that microphone. That's right. And finally, most people, Lucky, pass gas 14 to 23 times a day. (laughs) You've already talked that. No doubt. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.